one is on a part on a journey where uh, you know they would like to retire early what else can that look like in addition to your pensions yeah so um you've kind of mentioned it already um when you said you know well, I, I said it we're kind of moving towards pension age already um but essentially what, one thing you said was you can take tips from people that follow fire and that's exactly what we're going to do mm. um, that's what i do and what it looks like is um we have to do things such as obviously save a decent amount of our income yeah um, and not just save um, we have to put that money to work into invest it in assets that can either grow in value through capital appreciation or can provide us with an income whether it's through dividends interest or for example rental income and so that's what we need to do and we need to be a bit more intentional about that um some people um are paying towards their pension automatically by being part of their workplace pensions for example that's great um some people are a bit more even more intentional with their savings and investing that they will have other investment accounts such as the stocks and shares that i saw if you don't know much about these um, accounts that we're speaking of go and listen to our episode where we talk about getting your finances in order um we talk about these accounts in a bit more detail um but yes it's all about you know following the formula maybe not as aggressively but just still understanding the formula that hey to be able to have the optionality of retiring early, early at some point um, I'm going to have to save and invest a proportion of my income into assets that can look after me in the future. Um, regarding the second point of your question, it doesn't just have to be one asset. So some people you know, may focus purely on um, paper assets through the retirement account, which will be usually invested in some sort of mutual fund. Um, some people like to manage their own property portfolios and that kind of stuff. There are different ways of doing it. Um, it's just about acquiring assets. What I would say, um, and this is quite, quite funny because some people say, obviously, they want to retire early, but they don't realize that having assets such as like a blog or let's say a YouTube channel, which does um, sit under the category of a passive income for many people, is not as passive as you would think. You're still working, right? Um, and I want to make people very, um, make it very clear that there's no such thing as just completely not working. You're going to have to even maintain um, the assets that you obviously invest in. Um, if you are invested in, in real estate, you're going to have to maintain that real estate, for example. Um, if you have invested in stocks and shares, you may decide to um, obviously look after that. You can buy other assets such as annuities and that kind of stuff, but you can cross that bridge when you get there. Um, but I hope I've answered your question, Peter. There are different ways to retire early, but it's simply a formula of saving a proportion of your income and investing a proportion of your income. The more, the better. If you want to know how quickly you can get to um, a figure, head over to Google and just search for a compound interest calculator, also known as an investment calculator. Plug some numbers in there. Um, and then see how much you can end up with at the specific age or time frame that you choose. And also recall that if you are going to withdraw from uh, like a stocks and shares portfolio or pension account, it's usually 4%. That's what we normally use as the guide. You can usually withdraw 4% 4 of whatever you have every single year without actually losing the pension. Mm. And that's what they call the 4% rule, I guess. Yes, yes, that is the, that is the rule. Now, um, of course, if you look into the details and go into much more depth, um, 
it could be more, it could be less, but 4% is what we actually use as a guide. And, you know, that should also open your eyes to recognize that 4%, um, you need a pretty decent pot, <laughs> a pretty sizable pot to be able to withdraw 4% from that pot um, and live a lifestyle um, that suits you. Um, of course, that, that, that's, that, that does depend on the lifestyle you choose. And for that reason, many people um, don't just retire and stop working completely. Mm. They usually do other things that can provide them with an income as well. Mm. And and thanks for that, actually. Um, and as you were just talking about, you gave an example of the um, the compound interest calculator. Um, just for our listeners, as you may know, we've launched our Patreon services where you can get exclusive access to um, podcasts that won't be um, sort of uh, freely available, but also live sessions and workshops. And it's stuff like this where, you know, Jackson and I will, sh- will show like a live demo and play around with things and just go into a bit more detail because Jackson, stuff like this, it, it, I feel you know, um, people benefit from that slightly more intimate support. Yes. Yeah. So what we'll do is um, we will log on, um, share screens, um, and obviously go through examples of the compound interest calculator, the investment calculator, plug some numbers in there for different scenarios, and also how we get there. You know, how do we end up with a specific return? You know, what type of assets do we invest in? Um, we can also look at um, examples of funds that you know have provided decent returns and that kind of stuff so it's something I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm pretty excited about it and I think a lot of our patrons will gain so much value brilliant man and for those that haven't yet do feel free to join our patron just go on patreon.com and type in woke finance and you can sign up for three pound a month and um, so we look forward to welcome you on that and um, but now just back to the convo uh, uh jacks as well um you know it's really just good to hear a bit more about how you 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 break into things in terms of what different things people could be doing and putting their money into um I got a question and it seems pretty um, obvious based on what you've said, but I'm still going to ask anyway, should we all be aiming for financial independence? And maybe on top of that, what is one, a valid reason for not aiming for it? And two, what are some of the stumbling blocks? Yeah. um, So the first question is, how do we get there? Yeah. Yeah. So should we, should, how do we get there? And should we be aiming for financial independence? Yes. All right. So, yes, um, everyone should be aiming for financial independence um, because, as I said earlier, actually, it's the same thing as just having the ability to retire at some stage in your life. And everybody should have the ability to retire healthily and safely at a specific age. Now, depending on your your circumstances or what you want to achieve, that age can be anything. Um, But ideally, you want to be able to have the option of being able to retire healthily and effectively so that answers the first one the second one is um having a budget in place a spending plan in place so that um your income or proportion of your income goes into investing in different assets that can grow over time or generate income over a long period of time that could be through your pension accounts which many people are probably auto-enrolled if you work for a company and you're over the age of 22 you earn over 10,000 pounds, you should be auto-enrolled. If you haven't, or if, if you haven't enrolled or actually the better term to use is if you've decided to opt out, um, really think about that and think about whether that's actually a wise thing to do. Why? Because you're losing out on a tax efficiency 
of pension accounts as well as potential free money as companies are usually required to contribute at least 3% towards your pension account. So that's another one to consider. Of course, we talk about other investment wrappers um, or tax wrappers, sorry, such as the stocks and shares ISR, which you have a limit of 20,000 pounds per tax year. If you can exhaust as much of that as possible, that would be great because your investments can grow um, and grow and grow and grow and you don't pay tax. You don't pay capital gains tax or dividend tax or interest. So these are ways you can start um, aiming towards there. So what I'm speaking about here is just investing in uh, assets, but there are other assets as well. You can consider buying um, real estate or um, bad to let properties where you can um, put down a deposit, get a mortgage, and you can rent it out to whoever you decide to rent it out to and receive a decent proportion of income from that. Some people use that as their main source of um, financial independence at some stage. Why? Because property is one of those assets that allows you to leverage really well. And so the income you get from rentals are usually higher um, than, sorry, than what you would get from, um, let's say, dividends in a stock. So that's another asset. Um, you can also start you know, looking at different digital assets as well. And I'm not talking about things like cryptocurrencies. Of, of course, if that's something you understand and something that you think could do well over a long period of time, um, then you can start putting a proportion of your income into some of these things as well. But as we say in what Finance, we don't provide financial advice or investment recommendations. We just provide you with information and guidance and, of course, some of our opinions. Um, but we also encourage you not to invest in things that you don't understand. Um, but when I talk about digital assets, I'm talking about things such as blogs, um, ways to generate income, multiple streams of income, even now. So you can have a blog where you can earn money from things such as affiliate marketing. You can have adverts on there so you can earn money from things like Google AdSense. Um, you can create a YouTube channel and put some videos out there. And if you get enough subscribers and views and likes and that kind of stuff, you can start earning um, YouTube money uh, through AdSense as well, for example. There's so many different ways you can start a side hustle, which is great. Um, and even in the side hustle, you can start earning different sorts of income as well. But the key thing here is to remember these things all require work. And so um, I think it's important for people to understand that you know, financial independence or aspiring for financial independence is not necessarily about just you know, um, living a, a crazily frugal life um, so that you can chill by the beach for the rest of your life. That's not really how it works. And everything I would argue the whole term of passive income. I love the idea of passive income. I use it a lot, but passive income is not as passive as you would think. It's just a way for you to earn income without having to directly um, work for it in terms of trading your time for it. And that's important. So I hope I've answered the second question. It's all about investing in different assets that can grow in value over time and provide you with an income, as well as investing in things that don't require you to trade your time consistently for money now so that you can grow it and earn income from that as well, in addition to potentially your self-employment or your nine to five. Awesome. That was brilliant. And um, thanks for that, Jackson. Yes, you did answer it. Um, I, I was just going to also ask in your opinion, what is what are the things that tend to be a stumbling block or um, a, present a challenge for people trying to retire earlier than the standard age of 65? Yeah, um, the first one is um, the lack of budgets. Um, uh, many people don't like the idea of having a budget, but everybody should have a budget. And if you don't like the term budget, 
which I didn't like because I grew up with the term being a negative term. Um, so I actually like to call it a spending plan. So many people, unfortunately, don't have this, so they don't know what happens to their money every single month. And unfortunately, the month comes and they don't actually understand, hey, where did my money go? And they don't have enough saved to either invest or to save or to you know put to use. And so the key thing, the answer there is to create a budget, create a spending plan, um, and within that budget, allocate some money to go towards your future self. You need to allocate some money to um, work towards this financial independence. So that's the, that's, I'll say that's the number one, um, just the lack of um, having enough money coming in mm-hmm. versus how much money goes out and not even knowing the actual numbers yourself. Mm-hmm. So many people don't either don't earn enough or they spend too much. Mm. Um, and for some people, it's a combination of both. They don't earn enough and they spend too much. And so what happens is they don't have enough saved at the end of the month to even invest in the first place. Um, and worse, they actually go into debt forever and forever debt. So um, the solution to this is to uh, find ways to increase your income and find ways to reduce your expenses. As we said earlier, reducing your expenses doesn't mean going completely frugal. It's about being intentional and wise with your spending. Um, and if you can find some good deals, then great. But also increasing your earnings potential. You can increase your earnings potential in different ways. You can create a side hustle, like I said just a few minutes ago. Or you can, um, within your own nine-to-five journey, your career, have a plan. You know, Can you study for professional qualifications that will increase your earnings potential? Can you get involved with project work at work that will increase your earnings potential? Even in the place that you're working right now, are you being paid um, adequately for the value that you bring towards your workplace? If you are not, then you may need to start looking somewhere else. So these are the things. It's all about being intentional with your finances and where you stand and being um, someone who makes um, financial independence a priority in your life. Um, because it's it's something that will help all of us. No, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely loving that. Um, and you spoke about a lot about just getting your finances in shape. As we've mentioned a couple of times on different episodes, for our listeners, make sure you check out episode 23, which is all about getting your finances um, in shape. And we called it for 2021. That's because we've done it at the beginning of the year, but it's relevant. It's a timeless episode. So make sure you um, check that out, man. Um, Please do. Um, Jax, man, thank you for this. Really, really helpful. Um, And I guess, you, you spoke uh, one point to just close on. You spoke about some people don't really know the numbers in terms of, you know, um, how much they need to earn and what they need to even retire on. I guess, my, and you spoke a bit um, before about the calculator and stuff, but how does one know if they actually have enough to retire? Yeah. So one thing I would encourage everyone listening to do, um, especially if you, if you do have a nine to five, um, is if you have a pension pot, actually log in, um, log in, and within your pension provider's um, website, it will actually usually have a forecast. So what they will say is if you continue saving and investing the way you are today, by the time you hit retirement age, this is how much you would have in your um, pension pot. So I would encourage our listeners to do that. If you want to know what that means in terms of how much money you can take out per month, um, or per year, as I said earlier, you can use a 4% rule, but actually a lot of providers, I know my provider does, um, they actually tell you, they actually tell you the answer to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing you can do. 
if you have other investment accounts, um, you can amalgamate it so you can add it to where you have in your pension accounts. But the easiest way to do it is to use that investment calculator or slash the compound interest calculator um, and forecast what it's going to look like in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, however many years you plan to um, take to have the ability to retire and be financially independent. And, and when the, when you use these calculators, because it's obviously predicting the future, it might be 30 years you retire in, it takes things like inflation into account. So when it says this is how much you have per year, this is in real terms, as in what, you know, that money would look like in 30 years time. Yeah, so some providers do. If you're just using a calculator, um, because it's not focused on just investing, it's just numbers, it probably won't take um, inflation into, into um, prospect. But what I would say is um, when you are plugging in your numbers and you are plugging in the expected return per, per year, you can take off maybe 2% of what you expect. And then that will give you an idea of what the real amount is. Um, when we go through the um, actual um, workshop with our patrons, we can go into much more details as to the kind of numbers that we can plug in, depending on people's ability to take risk, their time horizons and that kind of stuff. No, absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to that as well. I'm sure our listeners and our future patrons are as well. Um, Jacks, man, it's been an absolute pleasure just breaking bread regarding, you know, the whole idea of retirement and retiring early, man. It's exciting, um, but it's not, you know, it's not a fantasy. It's something that is achievable. Not easy, but definitely achievable, man. Very achievable. Um, again, you know, the word I use often and we use hell and rock finance is intentionality and proactive you know with anything if you can um set, get your priorities right if you can be intentional and proactive with your finances there's so much we can do um and it's so achievable especially if you've got a nice long-term horizon especially if you're young um and even if you are older there's ways we can find um even more effective ways creative ways to have the ability to retire one of the saddest things i heard i remember when i was coming back from church with my old man um and he mentioned that a lot of his mates just don't have the ability to retire and so they will have mm. to work um their nine to five jobs forever basically mm. um, and and that's pretty sad i mean even though i am an advocate for consistent working and just working until the day God calls you and added value to the world, it should be on your terms. Mm. Um, it should be it should be in line with your purpose. And if it's not, and you're consistently just working in nine to five just to survive, I think that's a bit of a sad story. So, um, yeah, so that we don't get there, we need to be more intentional about how we plan towards our future. That's it, man. That's it, man. Because that story, we all we all know many people in that situation. But it's about how can we learn from the the works of our previous generations as well and take the bad and the good from that and continue to just build for our futures as well man so no definitely hearing that man um Jax thank you very much for your time there as well um great to discuss uh, this particular topic um and to our listeners we hope you've enjoyed listening to the both of us and um probably nodding your head along 
alongside the conversation and then also hopefully finding out some new things as well, something that you can take away and share with others. And we, of course, Jax, as you know, and our listeners know, we give a shout out to cities around different parts of the world who are tuning in and listening to us. And most recently, we was told, you're always talking about cities um, outside of England, man. Well, you know you're from England, right? Come back home. So we are going to give a shout out to a city um, which is Preston. And that's up in the north, north of England. Um, so it's massive shout out to our listeners over in Preston. Massive shout out. I've never been to Preston, but I have heard of the area. Um, so I, I don't know how many listeners we have there, but thank you so much for listening. I hope you're gaining tons of value and we hope you continue to join us on this um, on this journey. And you can join us on a Patreon too. I hope to actually meet you there so we can discuss um, potentially having a day trip to Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. A big shout to our listeners in Preston and of course our listeners all over the world, man. If you're thinking about how you can support us, you can like, subscribe, comment, share this content with someone or join us up on the Patreon. Um, So yeah, man, thank you very much to our listeners. Thank you, Jax. And remember all. Stay woke.